0: Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Adrienne Ruben with us, a Somatic Experiencing Coach, Trauma and Resiliency Life Coach, Trauma Socialist, Trauma Recovery Yoga Facilitator, helping humans create incredible comebacks after traumatic experiences. She has dedicated her life to spreading awareness of trauma-informed practices to the world, also a keynote and TEDx speaker and works with trauma-informed professionals around the world. So without further delay, let's welcome Adrienne. Arjun, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Steph. Nice to be here.
0: Most welcome, Arjun. Let's first begin with your journey. Like, how did you get started into this profession? Like, what exactly inspired you to start, you know, this journey? And how it's going on now?
1: Well, I'd have to say that the very first inkling I had that I might be an entrepreneur, I was only six years old. And it's also combined with my trauma story because... At only six years old, I found myself standing at the edge of our driveway in the trailer park I grew up in, thinking about how if I started walking down that road, I could go anywhere. I could go to California. I could walk to Florida to get away, to escape. Yeah. And then also that entrepreneurial spirit. So I would have to say it really, truly started right then. And then later, when that came up in me again, would be about... 20-ish years later, when I was standing at the foot of a courthouse as I was going through dealing with the trauma that had come into my life later on. So I stood there and I was fighting for my daughter's well-being and future. And I said to my higher power, I said, if I win this case, if I can keep her safe, then I'll never, ever stop fighting for other women, for other children, for other people and i would say that was really those two moments in my life were the the beginnings of what we have now
0: and how it's going on now
1: yes it that's what sparked it right and so the title of your podcast i thought was really appropriate because yes i had a spark that happened and in between those periods of space between the six-year-old me and then the courthouse steps me 20 some years later and then from then to a decade later now there's been so much life in between And the last decade or so has been the recovering myself, healing inside, finding out that we can heal because our, especially here in the U.S., the medical systems have been very pathogenic. Uh, You're broken. Let us try to fix you with a shot or a pill. And now, obviously transforming. Bodies are made to heal. Cellular regeneration and stem cell research. So now, once I learned that I could heal not just my body, but my spirit, Then that was it. And when I found freedom and starting to be able to live and feel like a grown up in the world, that was when I thought to myself, well, through the journey of the mental health and physical health struggles, I was reminded of that promise I made on those courthouse steps when I was at one of my lowest points. And then I decided to survive and then to thrive. And once I was thriving, time to share.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really interesting story. Like as an entrepreneur, I would say, and like what exactly that you learned like in your entire journey and what kind of advice that you want to give to people who are right now have been going through that level that that kind of journey in their life
1: i think what i've learned the deepest learning i've come to find is that every single thing that happens to us even the darkest days if we inside of us decide i'm going to make it if we decide to find something powerful and strong out of this situation whatever it is and choose to almost surrender to it like okay i can't change that this thing happened to me i can't change the past i can't change my past choices other people's past choices but in this moment if i surrender to this maybe even a horrific situation that i now find myself in and decide to move through and come out the other side and then extrapolate what lessons i can take from that nothing can stop us nothing
0: basically the first thing that you need to ask yourself like whether you want to be in these situations or not and if you want to make changes or not because if you are not accepting the things then your mind won't be able to find a way that how how you are going to overcome it like so that is the most important thing you need to accept that okay so now you just made your entire whole life experiences and now you are helping people to overcome like this type of things that if they are like belongs to these things so Basically, whom you are exactly serving and how do you like sub these people?
1: So I serve a very broad variety of humans. I work with men, women, 18-year-olds, 70-year-olds, and from all over our world. I work with people remotely and in person. I work with people who come from other countries and mainly I help them change their mindset in the salutogenic approach. The trauma-informed approach. It's about what can I do about what happened to me? And so I think that resonates with a lot of people who are at their bottom. They don't want to give up, but they don't know how. And then maybe they see the TEDx, or maybe they take a training that sparks their interest in changing their whole world to something different. And then I like to think about the quote. I don't know who said this, but when the student is ready, the teacher appears, and that happened for me. So I think that happens, and I I'm honored to now become the teacher at times for us, some people.
0: Yeah, oh, they're so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And that is the most important thing because as a humanity, like, yes, you are helping people, but the most important part here is that experiences that you have learned in your life are now sharing people to overcome this. And so basically, if we think in a broader perspective that you are contributing something to the people that like you are here to be like a backbone of people who are in this journey right now.
1: Yes, I like that. A backbone. Yes, it is a support, right? It's a strong support that says, guess what? You don't have to stay this way. You don't have to keep living the story that you felt that you had to maybe from what you were told or maybe cultural or Societal, or maybe even a socioeconomic story that has been told to you and said to you. I love to be that person who says, No, I did it. I can show you the how. You know, you have to bring the will and the passion, but I can show you how.
0: Awesome. Great. Awesome. Uh, so, like, since you got a lot of experience in this industry, uh, what do you think that what are the most important qualities, you know, for a successful coach to pose?
1: have to say flexibility there in the beginning, especially there, it's not going to go your way. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be many obstacles. You're going to choose a software that doesn't work out. You're going to choose a client that isn't a great fit. You're going to schedule something and there's going to be a cancellation and you're going to realize that you didn't have a cancellation policy or whatever it is. And so again, similar to the life experiences and overcoming those surrendering to that moment, that fact. Okay. What did I just learn? How can I change it? And then take the action step to change it and just flow and be flexible with whatever happens and know. I would say also consistent. If you show up every day over and over and over for three hundred and five days of the year, there's no way that it won't work. It has to work. It will work.
0: Yeah, correct, correct. Absolutely. Like you will find tons of tips, tons of power, tons of ways, tons of strategy to help you to reach that particular level or reach that particular goals but the most important part in the starting phase is that you'll have to build your mindset right because if you do not have mindset then you will not be able to achieve that thing. because mindset here is the most important thing so tell us how someone like you know if they have been in a traumatic situations and They are dealing with that level of situation. So how someone will be able to create or able to, yes, able to create that level of mindset and overcome the challenges or problems?
1: Well, it's going to be consistent daily action. And I just have to give a shout out to one of my mentors, Sean Croxton. He has a podcast called The Quote of the Day Show. It's been running for seven years now and it's five days a week, 12 minutes or less mindset from some teacher in our world. And starting out with something small like that, something that you do every single day, something that you show up to and listen to and receive the emotional stimulation to keep going for one more day. So seeking your own teachers and mentors, because while the student is ready, you don't just sit there and say, I'm ready. You sit there and say, I'm ready. And then you research and then you reach out And then you try something new or you reach out to that person on Instagram that you follow or that person on LinkedIn or you go to a chamber of commerce meeting or you go to your local college business classes, whatever it is, you have to go out into the world to seek and then you will find.
0: Got it, good. And asking for help also is the most crucial thing.
1: Yes, we need to build our community because when we've been through traumatic events, a lot of us lose our people because a lot of times we come from places where our people don't understand. They don't get it. It doesn't mean we write them off. Sean Croxton, I quote him a lot. He's been instrumental in my journey since 2006. He says, go less often and stay less frequently. If you're trying to out of something that others don't get you, other people are not entrepreneurs, they're feeding you negative feedback you know if you've been through traumatic events you have to find your tribe of humans who are going to say to you doesn't matter you can still love them and be your own self you can still give them care and show up for holidays and live your own life and heal and try something new
0: yeah, correct yeah absolutely 100 so when you are coaching people like being compassionate and supportive enough is the most important part right for your clients because They are like another level of in their journey and connect with that level and showing some compassionate and supportive is the most important thing, right? So how do you balance holding your clients accountable while also being compassionate and supportive? That's a beautiful
1: question. So that's a great question. I am a fan of a beautiful book called The Courage to Be Disliked. And this book is rooted in what's called the Adlerian Theory of Psychology. In Adlerian theory, the belief system is that as a teacher, as a mentor, we aren't there to fix them. We are simply there to, sometimes we lay the next stepping stone for them, depending on where they are in their journey, if they're at the very beginning. But then we teach them how to lift up or find the next stepping stone, lift it up and put it in front of themselves, and then have deep faith in the human spirit then they are capable of taking the step. And if I show up to them over and over with deep faith, they are capable. And yet also remind them that it is up to them. I like the term and also. Maybe I gave you, uh, I call it self-accountability work instead of homework, self-accountability work. If I've provided you with self-accountability work and next week it's not done, instead of me losing my compassion and saying, what is wrong with you? It's okay, well, why didn't it get done? What happened? What came into the way? Was it that you were too busy? Was it that you distracted? Was it that your mind wasn't well this week? Do you, need to, do you need to work on your nutrition? Do you need to go to therapy? What other aspects as a coach it's forward thinking? Mm-hmm. So what do you need to do to take the next step to do the work? Because you are capable as a human. We are all capable of healing past where we are today. So holding that compassion and also I know you are capable. Therefore, what has held you back? Because it's not me that's fixing you. It's me providing the way. And that helps us stay compassionate. It helps me to not lose that sense of compassion. And then also if someone is really starting to struggle and you need to know the line between coaching and therapy, that's something a lot of coaches fall into. I'm both. I work as a therapist privately and as a coach. So therapy is backwards facing. So if someone's telling me their life narrative and they're telling me their traumas, that's not what coaching is. That's time for therapy. And some people, I will hold them accountable and say, you need to bring that to your therapist. You need to have a therapist to work with me. Sometimes I'll have to ask people to be accountable to that. Like, I can't have another session with you until you've gone to therapy because this is brought up so much. And it's not my duty or responsibility as a coach to process your emotional past with you. It is my duty and integrity with you as a coach to help you move forward when you are ready, when you've Mm. processed that.
0: Uh, Like how someone uh, would make a difference, like would be able to, see the difference like whether they should go to a therapist or whether they should go to a coach? So
1: to me, what that looks like as a therapist and a coach is the emotions are swamping me and taking me to the past. I try to do, let's say, a morning routine and it starts making me cry because every time I do my morning routine, it reminds me of a traumatic event, time for therapy. If I have managed to start a morning routine, but I'm not seeing action in my day, and I can't figure out why, time for a coach. So if I can't move forward, but I'm not emotionally swamped with either sadness, anger, something like that, then I'm ready for coaching. If I am being emotionally swamped, then it's time for therapy. And you can do both. If you've if you've managed to process your emotions, let's say around your childhood, you are ready to figure out how do I spend time with my family and love them in a healthy way, but also create boundaries and keep myself safe, coaching. Yeah. If it's, I don't know what the heck to do when I call my mom, I'm done for the rest of the day, bawling my eyes out, time for therapy.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's 100% right. Okay, so I believe that you have like tons of your clients' coaching success stories, right? So, but would you like to please share with us one coaching client success story which is nearly to your heart?
1: I would love to share. Yes. So I have one client and he publicly shares that we're in a coaching relationship. And his name is Stefan Leos. And he has a wonderful LinkedIn profile. If you're interested in pricing expertise, he is a wonderful expert in that area, has written many books. And we have been working together going on two years soon. And it's just been a beautiful journey. I supported him through a, a transition as a, a white male in this culture. And as a CEO of his own organization, he came to that space that many people come to, especially leaders in our world, that midlife crisis, so to speak. And he was recommended to me through the Arizona Trauma Institute, where I hold some of my certifications. And it was quite an intense journey. He's someone who also saw a therapist while he went to coaching with me. And it was challenging because when you're working with someone who's lived an entire lifetime with certain views or certain traumas, and they're coming up and it's changing the way that you view the whole world and your family and everything you've ever done, it shifts the ground under you. And I think for him, that would probably be an apt way to put it. I think you would agree, the ground shifted under him. And so he compiled a team, he asked for help, he went for help and now his whole life has transitioned. I mean, it's been a beautiful journey. He put in the work, he showed up to using the tools. He created his own spreadsheet. You know, we call it the Trauma Recovery Toolbox now and is accountable and just does the work and watched in 18 months his whole life transition from rock bottom all the way to thriving again and releasing and surrendering to life and finding joy and healing. And it's it has been such an honor to work with him.
0: Yeah, and as a coach, like when you see that your clients is getting that level of result or they are doing the things that they wanted you to do, it always gives you that level of kicks to do more and more, to help more and more people. And as a course, it is the most, you know, motivational things. So like <laughs> if you're talking, okay.
1: it reminds us why we do this. And also, as a coach, there's some coaches who say that you're always supposed to work with people for four to six months or six to 12 weeks. And when we're doing trauma coaching, it's not that's not the case. It's much longer because, again, it's the showing up in me showing up over and over. And over to someone and seeing them Mm -hmm. as a human, not as their label or their titles in the world, that helps them find their next stepping stone.
0: Yeah, that's important. Yes. Okay, tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you? If anybody wants to get reach out to you, then how do they
1: reach out? Well, I love social media. My two favorites are LinkedIn as well as in STEM, And I am on there. My business is Adrian Ruan LLC. So if you know how to spell my name, you can find me. And my website my website is also adrianruan.com. And we will be rebranding a little bit uh, later in the year to thrive alive with us. I, I actually solidified that domain name back in 2014 when I first had the, the vision of what might create from what I've been through. So any one of those avenues is wonderful. My phone number is public. Sometimes people just text me and that's fine too. So email, honestly, any way, however you find me, I will respond. And I love hearing from folks, even if it's simply to say that they watched the TEDx and it impacted them or that it gave them hope. Anything, any outreach is welcome.
0: Wonderful. Guys, to make sure you're a wonderful person, great personality and great journey. And you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Adrian, for being on the show. And it was an honor to hosting you today.
1: Thank you so much for the space and time. It's also my honor to be here.
0: Thanks again, Adrian. So that said, I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.